Welcome to the Make Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Spears, marketing coach and consultant for heart-led, purpose-fueled, ambitious business owners who are on a mission to live out their wildest dreams and who don't settle for anything less than extraordinary. My mission with this podcast is to inspire and empower you to make magic with your marketing, your business, and your life. I'll be bringing you conversations with a range of incredibly inspirational coaches, healers, and experts to expand your mind, level up your business, and enrich your life one episode at a time. If you're someone who believes in magic and works at intentionally cultivating a life full of abundance, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the podcast, loves. Now, on today's episode, we have Fiona Moss, who is an amazing coach. I feel like I was listening to a motivational speaker for 40 minutes. (laughs) That's the effect Fiona has. You just, you're left feeling inspired and motivated to take action and really motivated to live a really big life. So I know that you're going to bloody love it too. Fiona supports women to step into a life of full fulfillment, like fullness, bigness. She supports women who are currently feeling unfulfilled and like they're not living a life on purpose, a life full of meaning and purpose and supports them to step into a life where they enable themselves to truly feel like they're living every single day, you know, rather than just being alive. And the whole premise of Fiona's work is to awaken people's souls by helping them to find purpose in their career or set up a business that allows them to live a life beyond their wildest dreams. Now, I feel like it's a miracle that we packed this much into a 40-minute episode, um, because I could honestly talk to Fiona for hours. There's so much juice inside. Um, Fiona shares so much wisdom around purpose, yeah, living a life on your terms, deconditioning, how to break free from, yeah, past conditioning of the school system and corporate world and so much. So without further ado, enjoy. Hey, Fiona, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to chat with you today. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited to have this conversation, especially after all the conversations that we've had in the past before. So. <laughs> I know, exactly. We've known each other for years. We've had so many chats done so many things together I feel now and now this is like our first official yeah. interview together I'm yeah. loving it <laughs> I mean that's it that sounds a little bit too official I'm not sure <laughs> I know. yeah I'm so not an official kind of gal it's gonna be super cash right would you like to kick off by introducing yourself to everyone Yes. So my name is Fiona Moss and I support predominantly women, but not exclusively to step away from a life that is truly not fulfilling them, not giving them purpose, not allowing them to truly feel like they're living life and step into a life where they enable themselves to truly feel fulfilled every single day, where they feel like they're living rather than just being alive. The whole point of my work is to really awaken a people's souls and whether that is to help them to find purpose in their career or set up a business that allows them to live a life beyond their wildest dreams. Um, my whole premise of what I do is to really put you first in order to truly live the life that you truly want to live and deserve to live as well. Mm. And something I really love about you is that you are so embodied in your work. Like you just need to jump on your Instagram and you can feel that so much. Like you can feel your dedication to 
that life for yourself, which might mm-hmm. sound obvious to you, but it's not the same for for all service providers, right? So yeah, I love that. And it's so freaking magnetic. Um, I'd love to ask you a little bit about your journey with business, because I can imagine that um, work business hasn't always been this full of freedom and joy and all the things like you can imagine there is I know there is a story there that is quite the opposite you know Mm. so I'd love for you to touch on that a little bit just so that the listeners can understand that you know you don't have it easier than anyone else it you know it didn't necessarily come natural to you in the beginning you weren't just born into this life there's always a journey we need to kind of really really understand that yeah and I think it's really important to share the journeys and that we're always sharing it retrospectively right and I think this is one of the hardest things that the people get their heads around because they're like oh they've done the journey they've had it and it's like that's just happened for them and I know we've had this conversation already it's just recognizing that everyone has a journey everyone goes through challenges it's it's not all as it seems now it's not always has been like that so Going back a few years, I don't even know how many years now, I think maybe four years ago, I was um, working a very, very corporate role, working uh, as a buyer for one of the biggest supermarkets in the UK, very sort of, you know, being a hamster on the wheel sort of life and, you know, just going from meeting to meeting to meeting, getting home, jumping on my emails and having like an hour commute to work, an hour commute home and not really enjoying it. And starting to ask the questions of like, what what is the point in all of this? And feeling really disconnected. I would get anxious every single time my boss would email me. Um, and But felt like I just had to do it. You know, my dad would tell me stuff like, well, that's just work. And I would just honestly just cringe inside being like, really? Like, is that it? I can't see how this is going to be it for the next 40 years. But there was this old narrative that kept coming back, like live for the weekend, you know, you know, just have to live for these 25 days holiday. We have a year or whatever it is. And for me, that wasn't enough. And I think there was a number of things that kind of happened in my life that kind of really shone a light on the fact that this isn't enough and I should have more and I deserve more as we all do. And those things were probably predominantly when my sister passed away when I was 20, uh, just for my 21st birthday. And that really kind of gave perspective for me for life and like what do I want and so the answer to that for me was like I really want to make the most of my life so I really had this drive to do the best but I was still caught up in this narrative of you know stepping on the corporate ladder kind of continuing on with life and then my boyfriend um in around 2016 got very very ill and his um illness he had cancer and that essentially kind of really started to make me ask myself like what is the point in all of this? Like, yeah, I want to, I have this thirst for life and I should try and make the most of it and be as successful as possible. But do I really want to do that? Doing something I don't particularly like where I just, I'm so disconnected to the values, so disconnected to actually uh, just the work that I'm doing every single day, kind of literally waking up in the morning. And just the first thing I remember thinking is, oh, I can't wait to go back to bed tonight. And just having that, like that lack of enjoyment every single day was just not what I saw life to be about. So there was a number of things kind of going on in my life. And it got to a point, particularly, you know, through his treatment and things that I made a decision that, you know, this wasn't enough. And I'm going to actually go and start to decide what, you know, what does give me purpose? What is going to light me up? What's going to allow me to achieve just as much as that linear path in the corporate world, climbing the ladder, the path that's already laid out, 
What's going to allow me to achieve just as much as that, but doing something that I actually truly love, that actually rather than waking up in the morning and going, oh God, I can't wait to go back to bed tonight, actually wake up and be like, I can't believe I get another chance at like live today. And I can't believe, you know, how much opportunity I have today. Like you'll see if you watch my, um, you watch my Instagram, like I'm a big fan of sunrises, <laughs> sunsets and things, but I think it's so beautiful, this cyclical, like, um, wheel or journey that we go on every single day and we get an opportunity every single day to make the most out of life. And I now feel like that, but back then I didn't. So I stepped out of that job and kind of did take a jump, which is absolutely not something I kind of encourage my, my clients to do, but I did take a jump to into the unknown to kind of ask myself, what do I want? And it was hard. It was difficult. It was probably even harder than being in the job because I just had no identity. I felt like I was completely behind all of my peers. You know, we're getting to like the end of our twenties. Everyone's kind of middle management, getting married, doing all these things. And I just literally felt like my life was crumbling around me. I had no idea what direction I was going in. And that was hard. That was so incredibly hard. But then I, through a lot of self-exploration, through a lot of understanding, you know, where do my skills lie? You know, what sort of lifestyle do I want to create? I actually found coaching that felt like a perfect fit and a natural fit for what I wanted to achieve with my job and what really fulfills me. And then subsequently after that, things just kind of started to, you know, fall into place. So I, I've studied health coaching, done different health like coaching, but now I predominantly focus on career coaching and business coaching because we spend so much time in our jobs and in our, in our careers and in our businesses. You know, as adults, I think I think the stat is, and don't quote me, the stat is something like we spend like 33%, like a third of our adult life in work. So naturally, obviously, why do we not want 33% of our lives to be great? But equally at the same time, it's not just 33% of our work because we all know that if our work is a bit naff, then that's going to have a knock-on effect when you come home, the conversations you have with your partner, the mood you're in, how then you treat your body, your mind, the activities that you go and do. It has such a knock-on effect to the rest of your life that it suddenly becomes 50, 60%. So therefore, what I really recognize, if I truly want to help people to go from a place where I was at, where I felt truly unfulfilled, not feeling like I had purpose in my life, burnt out really in which I was, and I like lost my period and all those sort of things, like, like my body was taking a hit that if I want to take people from there to actually feeling like they're truly living their life, one of the biggest things that I can help them do is help them find purpose in their career. Because I knew the knock-on effect that that had on my life. And now obviously I see it with my clients as well. So that's kind of the journey where um, I've taken in terms of my career and my business. And then now obviously I predominantly, well, not predominantly, exclusively, I, I work on online, which en enables me to live the life that, you know, right at the beginning when I was thinking about what do I want for my career I'm now living it you know I've just spent the last year in Latin America living traveling around I'm going to be spending time out in Cape Town at the end of the year you know I have this freedom that I craved and I have this freedom that enables me then to say well what do I want from my life like now you know I don't have to wait I don't have any obstacles in my way that I have to keep jumping over in order to truly feel like I'm living my life and that's essentially what I, I support my clients to do so whatever the business beyond their wildest dreams or their career beyond their wildest dreams is that gives them purpose that enables them to live the life that they want to live because it's not work and then life in a separate box you know that your work is a massive part of your life as well so the two should be you know we should put um the same amount of focus on both of them as well because at the end of the day that's all that it's about because life is incredibly short so we should be living it in like our fullest or in the fullest way possible 
it's incredible that you've now got this beautiful gift to be able to give others of like a wake-up call you know like you don't need something you know unthinkably tragic to happen in your life or you don't need to get to a point where you know you've lost your periods or whatever whatever through burnout to have that wake-up call to realize that something needs to change or that you Mm. simply desire a life by design rather than default Mm. um, which I know is something that you talk about a lot if there are people listening right now and they're like oh I desire this so badly but I just have this feeling that I'll never be able to do it myself like that it's just not for me it seems too good to be true what would you say to them yeah and I think that's so true it's like there's so many things that hold everyone back I think one of the biggest things to recognize is well first it is what is holding you back so if somebody is telling themselves that I can't do it I'm not going to be good enough you know I'm going to be judged but some of the biggest things for me was about other people's expectations there's always going to be something something quite different for everyone the first thing is recognizing what are you telling yourself like listen to the narrative and listen to how how much that's limiting you so someone's like this isn't for me you've got to ask yourself that question like why like why is it not for you why are you deciding to limit yourself because I thought it one day like I was you know you'd look at other people and be like well they can do it but I can't you know they have a step up in some way but I don't everyone has challenges in their life I left my career in the middle of my boyfriend's um, treatment that doesn't like you know, it doesn't make me kind of be like, well, you know, I did it so you can. But what I really want to kind of highlight is that challenges are always going to be in front of you. And it might not be the right time. It might not be um, the right situation, the right circumstances, but there's always a way around it. But you have got to decide that you want to get around it. And that's the, that's the question is how much do you want it and how much do you want to step forward into it as well? Because that we all live a narrative we all decide the narrative that we live in our life. We all live a story. We get to change that story. No one else will change it for us. But so often, I think one of the biggest things is we don't take enough responsibility for our own life and the path that we go down. And if we can start to take more responsibility, we'll create so much more for ourselves. And that could be responsibility over even our day-to-day emotions. You know, if we're feeling a bit angsty, we have emotions and we should feel them. We're humans. That's our humanness as I'm calling it. But, you know, it's our responsibility to recognize, okay, well, what are those emotions telling us? How do I then need to support myself today and actually take responsibility for ourselves? And then when we look at the bigger picture, our lives, where we live, our career path, our relationships, whatever it is, if you're not truly fulfilled, it's your responsibility then to go out there and actually make a change that is going to enable you to feel fulfilled. And that step's really scary because it's into the unknown. And it's actually hard to step into the unknown because in the unknown, you don't have an identity. Whereas at least at this point, when we're, even if we're uncomfortable, we're scared, you know, we're unfulfilled, we're lacking purpose, maybe we're burnt out, at least we have an identity there. And that's one of the biggest things that hold people back is that step is they're like, well, I don't know who I'm going to be then. And that's scary, but it's also incredibly, incredibly beautiful because therefore you get to change the narrative. As I said before, we all live out a different narrative and we all get to decide what that looks like. You know, everybody goes into a situation. Everyone could go and watch the same film, go to the same event and come out and tell a whole different story because it's based on perspective. It's based on how you perceive the situation in front of you. So you get the opportunity to change how you perceive the situation in front of you and therefore change how you approach it 
and therefore change the outcome as well. So I think there's going to be so many people that are listening to this that will probably say exactly that, you know, will limit themselves in some way. But that's what I want to call out is that you are limiting yourself. And I will speak, I speak to my clients in a very similar way. It's very straight talking, right? Because it's almost, it's almost so simple. We don't want to accept it, right? That if we can make small changes that aren't necessarily easy, but in a way they are, that's the contradiction. Like we can make massive universal changes in our own lives. Mm, that is super powerful um I'd love to ask you about the school system (laughs) and the corporate world as well because what's coming up for me as I'm hearing you speak is all of the conditioning we go through in those earlier years you know going to school like throwing ourselves into the workplace um it feels super masculine energy doesn't it and you mentioned a little earlier it's like this one track like this one path ahead that is being encouraged, even being forced. It can feel very forceful sometimes. Um, How do you think, feel that the school system and the corporate world condition us women? And does it in any way set us up or support us with things to be able to launch our own business, say? Yeah, I think this is... This is a huge, huge topic of conversations. Even like when you are, when you're speaking then, I was thinking, which which way down, like which avenue do I go down here? Which conversation, which topic do I go down? But because I think I talk about this a lot and I think I put the lens on it and from, uh, there's, well, there's two ways, like thinking about that ladder and whether it's in school, whether it's in the corporate world, there's always some sort of ladder, what you should do to get to the next point. And this expectation that by achieving that next thing, you're almost like a better human, you're a better person. You know, you're, you're able to kind of fulfill your ego, which then kind of is a status symbol to the rest of the, you know, the environment around you. Now, in a way, that's almost like very natural to us, because it kind of goes back to, you know, sort of thousands of you know years ago tens of thousands of years ago where actually we needed to survive and actually the more you climb the ladder you know the higher up you were probably you know you were higher in the tribe you got looked after better you got more food so it's a natural thing but in our modern day society we don't need that as much but we still hung on to this idea of actually climbing the ladder you're better and I think the problem actually is that if you step away from the ladder you are judged in some way or for some people they judge themselves i've got clients who are extreme high achievers extremely intelligent extremely capable they could do whatever they want but they are caught in this system and not knowing how to step off this treadmill and they've got caught in this system where then you know they've got a certain salary so then they get a mortgage then they can't leave the job because then they need to pay the mortgage and then they've got a certain lifestyle that they need to keep up with but it's exactly that they're trying to keep up and they're trying to keep up with either their job or they're trying to keep up with society around them, you know, trying to keep up with the way of life. And I think the point is that we are trying to always keep up. We're trying to show face. We're trying to show up to things. And because our lives are so fast paced now um, and they, you know, it's particularly now they obviously have been for the last few decades but particularly now, especially with social media, Instagram, we're always on. We don't have a chance to just breathe. And that's not great as a human race anyway, but particularly as females, you know, we have seasons and every month, you know, we need rest and we need, we have these 
periods of time where we need more rest and we need to slow down and then there's time to speed up but we can't always be go 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 but also the problem with being go 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 all the time is we don't have a time to just sit back and just think and because we don't have a time to think we never get an opportunity to ask ourselves what do I want how do I feel you know what do I want to do today so therefore we kind of completely um, disregard our own needs our own feelings our own emotions our own wants and just try and keep up And it gets to a point where you do that for so long that ultimately you get caught up in this this cycle that you don't even know who you are anymore, what your true identity is. You kind of labeled yourself with this identity, but this this culture, this corporate culture or societal culture or whatever it is, you label yourself with that. But when you strip it back and you really ask yourself, like, is this what you want? Is this what you want your whole life to look like? burn out, unable to sleep, anxious. You know, if it doesn't stop now, when does it stop? You know, when you're 60, 65 and you're retiring, are you going to look back and be like, wow, I'm super happy. I got, you know, that promotion. Or are you going to feel like, oh, I missed out on those opportunities to go away on that trip and see the world or to spend more time with my kids or whatever it may be. Now, I'm not saying it's like, you know, one or the other. And I think this is where these conversations are so important. It's recognizing that work in a way should change and we don't have to be able to be in this very corporate world this masculine world where it's just work 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 all the time in order to be successful and like obviously you talk about this a lot as well but I think it's really important to start recognizing that the ways of working change COVID's actually probably accelerated that like tenfold as well by allowing us to work from home so therefore we have a bit more balance obviously the question of is that balance because then people are kind of juggling maybe too much is it's kind of hard to say because obviously it's happened so quickly but it's also given us an insight into what is possible you know and I obviously support a lot of people to work nomadically and to create more passive income and have more freedom and I think now we're starting to be a lot more accepting of that as well but there is still a world out there where women are trying to keep up and they're trying to keep to this pace and it's not going to help them in any way, any way, you know, even physically or mentally, it's not really going to allow them to just truly like sit with themselves and actually be like, well, who am I? What do I want? Yeah. A couple of things that came to mind were, um, you know, if you watch TV and you just kind of have a look at some of the mainstream adverts that are out there, like, it's amazing that the mainstream is starting to talk about things like um, meditation and sleep and things like that. But it's all a, uh, it's like a tiny little plaster for the corporate rat race that the TV and everything is still promoting. It's not actually saying, hey, things can be different. It's like, oh no, continue to burn yourself out, continue to try and keep up. Um, and just do like a little meditation in the evening to get to sleep and you'll be fine (laughs) and how amazing is it that yeah COVID has um, encouraged or fast-forwarded this all of this and how amazing is it that we have people like you now who are paving the way and able to show us the blueprint because if we listen too much to the mainstream if we listen too much to even like friends who are in the corporate jobs and we're just, you know, listening to that same old narrative that's very much like, 
I'm burnt out. I hate my job. I can't wait for the weekend. I wish it was different, but this is life. Oh, well, c'est la vie. <laughs> Whereas actually, if we can see more of our time with people, you know, like you, like me online who are, yeah, like paving the way or figuring it out as we go, right? And sharing the journey of, hang on a minute, things can be really, really different. And we're going to have to uh, step up and go against the grain you know mm. really kind of work against the tide here yeah. or, or work to turn the tide because we are the minority but it's exciting because it's such a, a a movement it's like a new paradigm of of life yeah. of business isn't it yeah um I think that's that's really really true and I think I obviously talk a lot about you first like my podcast is you first I run events around you first and the, like the premise of you first is actually when you put yourself first which is something that a lot of people struggle particularly women to do because they see it as selfish or or whatever it may be but actually when you start putting yourself first and you look after yourself more you're able to be more for other people and I think when we can start encouraging people to do that more, starting to incorporate some of these things, whether it's meditation, whether it's breath work, whether it's journaling, whether no matter how small or how big it is, whether we can encourage people to do that more, it starts to have a knock-on effect and we can help more people. And I think this is where, you know, and I've spoken about it before is actually, it is a movement and it is a wave, but if we can start to encourage a generation of women like ourselves, you know, who then will predominantly um like if we think about this generation start having children you know it's going to start there and that we can start then encouraging them to have good habits and actually encourage them to recognize that this is normal but we've come from a generation of very british stoical um parents and probably their parents are even more stoic like stoical than than ours and i think back to that sort of lineage and it's, it takes time. It takes a lot of time to shift habits, traditions, cultures, expectations of what is acceptable. You know, even just going to yoga, probably like 15, 20 years ago was seen as quite hippie, you know, but now we're talking about breath work and things like that. And it kind of has to come into the mainstream in a very cliche way, like Wim Hof stuff going on to, I don't know, is it channel four or BBC or whatever it is, but I heard a lot about it when I was away my mom was like oh this Wim Hof thing like it's been around for years but I think as long as it's starting to build the momentum builds over time but it will take time but it's it comes back to the very point of it's our responsibility it's our responsibility as an individual to put ourselves first and it's then only then can we start to create ripple effects that's going to have an effect on the rest of society because you're right like what you said at the beginning people do stuff now and it's in my opinion, it's just a tick box, you know, especially corporates are like we have a well-being practice. And it's like we had a well-being practice at my old my old work. And I think we had like free uh, free fruit week once a quarter or some, you know, it was something so rubbish that it wasn't looking after your well-being at all. You're right. It was a plaster rather than getting to the root cause and actually recognizing is it like the lifestyle that we're wanting our employees to have yeah absolutely I was just cracking up at the fruit scheme there like <laughs> I know it's a few years ago now but my goodness some of them some of them are amazing and some of them are so terrible yeah so shit um so you said at the beginning there that um one of the main things you support women with people with is to get really 
clear on their purpose and I know this is like a word a phrase a concept that's thrown around so much so if someone's listening they're like do you know what I feel like I'm starting to gain some clarity or like I really desire to gain clarity on what my purpose is like what the bigger picture is outside of just little old me and my problems and my insecurities and whatnot like how can they start to yeah gain that clarity for themselves yeah I think there's this is a journey and I think we'll always kind of it's just layers and layers and layers I think the best place to start one of the biggest things that I know has such an impact on my clients because then it feeds out into different parts of their lives is actually getting really clear on your values because I think we'll think oh I you know I know my values but I I would put my hands up and say before I did all of this work asked me four years ago I'd probably say some really cliche things like honesty and friendship or whatever it may be which not that it's not important and also not that it's not important to me but if I was to say were they my top three values they're probably like they're probably not right now when you get really really clear on what your values are you can start looking at the rest of your life and start recognizing that might not be aligning to my value or my values and if it's not aligning to your values the likelihood is that's why that is frustrating you so much or you can start to be like well I want to create a lifestyle like this because it then aligns to my values and they start becoming almost like north stars to your decisions so to give you an example like when I first started to uh do this work like one of the biggest things for me was freedom and that means very different things like very very different things to different people for me it meant freedom to kind of move around live life have freedom to experience life in different ways if I wanted to or needed to as well and I was you know particularly at that point I was kind of running around a lot um and felt like I was caught in this this trap of this life that I was living so freedom kind of felt one thing than it probably does now like freedom now means like traveling the world and picking up my laptop and going wherever I want but I make decisions as well now based on that value so I know that if I'm going to go and do this or create this program or create this course does it live up to that value yes or no and if I know that it's going to basically massively suffocate me in some way and restrict me and then I have to kind of go back to a nine-to-five job Monday to Friday like I'm going to get frustrated because intrinsically to me freedom means so much So I think one of the biggest things, like one of the first steps is get really clear on what your values are. Because when you know that you can start to one, look at where you are now and go, well, are there, is my lifestyle, everything from my relationship, my career, literally your, even your health, do do they align to my values? Yes or no. And therefore what needs to change? And as you make decisions moving forward, you can start to use them as a base. But then I would really just starting to look at, you know, when you're thinking about having clarity about moving forward, what sort of lifestyle do you want? like on the back of that, you know, when you're thinking about the values that you want, because as I said, right at the beginning, it's not just about like, okay, great. This is going to be the work that I want to do. And, and, you know, this is going to really fulfill me and it might do, but if you are working from 8am to 9pm at night and you don't have a life around it, then is that the life you want to live as well? Because as I said, right at the beginning, there are two, two of them, both of them are really, really important. So you've got to start thinking about how does one fit the other? as well and like what life do you want to create and how do they work together because they can four years ago I had no idea what three years ago probably I had no idea what coaching was I didn't even know it was possible I thought I'd literally would have to be going into an office or doing something where I was uh, in one particular place rather than necessarily work from home traveling having this freedom there are millions probably billions I don't know of different types of jobs out there you know if like a five-year-old can make millions on TikTok you know you can all 
create some career out of of anything you know you think about when you've got like a James Bond film the amount of random ass roles there are when you look at the credits at the end there are so many different jobs out there so that but I think we limit ourselves way too much with what's possible so I think quite often what we need to do is actually nail down what do we want what aligns to our values what's really going to like give me purpose allow me to feel fulfilled and what lifestyle do I want to create around that and then you can almost shape your own job and I think the problem is in our schooling system, we're not told that we're told. And I was, I definitely was told this, you know, you can pretty much be a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, very, very restrictive things, I guess. There's nothing wrong with those jobs, but I didn't want to do them. So therefore you mentioned it before, you know, the schooling system therefore doesn't offer you an opportunity to think a little bit broader or a lot broader as well to what, what do you want? And it doesn't allow you to think and take that responsibility it keeps you on that ladder um that we mentioned earlier as well so if you can start to kind of strip back those boundaries that are limiting you and those expectations of what you should be doing and just ask yourself what do you want to do that's going to open up so many more doors for you Mm, that took me back to when i was finishing school and I had the choice to do A-levels or to go to college. And I remember looking at the subjects for A-levels and just being like, I feel dead inside. Like I feel so bored. And so I decided to go to college to study media because it at least felt a little bit more fun. But then yeah. when I finished that, I was like, Ugh. like it was all just so, yeah, choose from a list of five to seven things. Like really? Yeah. And I think like, this is such an exciting conversation. I live for this stuff, you know, like, really kind of opening people's eyes up to mm-hmm. the wondrous possibilities even within business right like even for everyone listening who's already got a business it's like you don't have to continue doing what you're doing just because you trained in it there are mm-hmm. yeah millions billions of other things you could do because you're doing it your way and you know when you're an entrepreneurial person you are an innovator as well mm-hmm. so you can create something new out of nothing and I think it's really about giving your, yourself permission to do that isn't it rather than being like ah I don't know if someone's done that before or like no one no one in my friendship group's done that before so yeah. I better not because that's crazy that's just out there yeah yeah I would say if anybody is listening to it and like nodding along or thinking like okay that makes sense but I'm not sure read Be More Pirate and it's by Sam Conniff and he talks a lot about how pirates were innovators and how they allowed us to progress further but they obviously went against all cultural expectations and like all societal norms and in some like well in most circumstances you know they were seen as like rebels and like rioters and you know a problem basically but it's actually when you are more of a pirate when you are more of a rebel you and he describes it like not a rebel without a cause but a rebel with a cause and this is why actually the way around that I talk to my clients about it, whether it, you're right, whether it's changing career, or whether it's setting up a business is get really clear about what you want, like the life you want, the values that you have, you know, how that all looks. And then look at how can you create that rather than how can you create something and then try and shoehorn in purpose, fulfillment, all of those sort of things. It's a lot harder to do it like that. When I talk about people uh, to people who are going through a career change, they and this is so normal, but so often people go to a recruiter and, you know, look at a job board and like, oh, will that make me happy? You know, is that going to give me a little bit more purpose and fulfillment? Oh, I think that might give me more purpose rather than knowing what will give you purpose and then looking for the solution. So thinking about it the other way around. 
Yeah, I love that so much. So we are coming to the end of our chat and I have two questions that I ask all of my guests. The first one is, what's your own definition for yourself, for your life of a magical life? What is your own definition of a magical life? I think my own definition of a magical life is truly feeling fulfilled. And when I say that, there's, it's almost like it's a, a feeling that's in, like, I'm unable to describe. It's kind of like when you wake up in the morning and, you know, there's that sense of calm or excitement and you feel this real deep aching pleasure and sense of gratitude for life as well. And you start to kind of dismiss all the daily disturbances or challenges or fears or little niggles that are a little bit annoying but you almost are like floating along and that's kind of like my aim for life is to kind of get to that point more consistently because we're human we all have days like ups and downs and you know challenges that come along but actually I think accepting those are is part of the magic of life and being able to navigate them is part of life but I like my aim for life is ultimately to truly experience it and like to experience it in fullest nature as possible. So to do everything, to feel everything, whether that's in relationships, whether that's to travel the world, whether that is to build different businesses, whether that is to make an impact, um, you know, on more of a on more of a charitable, uh, more of a charitable way. There's like many different avenues that I want to explore in life, but I kind of want to explore it all. And to me, that is the magic of life because then I get to feel like all the different dimensions that life gets like has to offer. Mm, that's so beautiful. I really felt that whilst listening to that <laughs> as well. Like, oh, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, and the last question is, what's your favorite mantra or affirmation right now? Do you have anything supporting you in your life your business mm. there's a few that kind of come to mind and there's probably three I'll share three the first is you first and that is kind of always a consistent one and that's always something that I'll come back to whether it's for me whether it's my clients or, and family or friends or whoever it's always kind of allowing yourself to put yourself first and I think that is kind of the key word is allowing because we all can but it's our choice of whether we we do decide to do so um, the other one that has kind of always helped me kind of through uh, whether it's difficult times or challenges is actually recognizing like tomorrow is a new day. And I think that so often we get caught up in like, oh God, I'm in a really low point and I can't get out of it. And you know what? We can have bad days and we should have bad days. And those days are there and they are there for a reason for us to learn from. And the more we learn, the more we grow. That's why, you know, getting outside of our comfort zone, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be difficult. But if we can learn from them, we'll grow. But in the challenging times that I've kind of felt, it's like, okay, I'm going to have a bit of a shit day today. That's okay. I'm going to sit and eat chocolate and watch a film, whatever it may be. But tomorrow's a new day. And tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to give myself what I need. And I think that's one of the, the biggest things as well is actually just recognizing it. And I think one of the, the third one is something that I've told my clients recently is actually, if you've done it once, you can do it again. And so whether that is overcoming a challenge, 
whether that is, you know, you've hit a level of success and then that imposter syndrome comes in of, I can't do it again or whatever it may be. But we have all, and I imagine 100% of the people listening to your podcast have all achieved so much in their lifestyle or in their lifetime. And I encourage my clients to literally write down everything that they've achieved, you know, and that could be that they've graduated from university. That could be that they've had children. That could be that, I don't know, they got 100% in an exam or that they have the most incredible relationship, whatever their achievements are or that they deem as achievements. You know, when you recognize everything that you are already capable of, you can recognizing everything that you are capable of creating in the future as well. And it gives you that confidence and that motivation to keep moving forward and to step into the next level of your life and to step into or out of your comfort zone in order for you to create so much more because to create more isn't easy and it is scary but by recognizing that you have the capabilities already within you it gives you that extra oomph to allow yourself to move forward into it I love listening to you so much (laughs) has anyone ever said you should be like a coach (laughs) oh yeah maybe I should move into that (laughs) Oh my God. So, yeah, so bloody activating to listen to you. Like for anyone listening who doesn't already follow Fiona, go and do it now. Like you can already feel the the energy, the vibes, the inspiration, the support, all of it. Um, the link's in the show notes. And yeah, I'd love to just round up by asking you, how can people connect with you and work with you right now? Yeah, I think the best place to connect with me is on my Instagram at Fiona Moss underscore. Um, And if you are looking to change a career, but you're unsure about what that looks like and you're unsure about what really like what career is really going to give you purpose and allow you to live a life that you know aligns to your values, gives you fulfillment, then you can access my purpose program now. It's an on-demand program. And that's really going to allow you to step into that life where you feel like you're not working again and if you are ready to set up your business or maybe you're at the very very beginning but unsure about how to set it up to create this wild lifestyle then you can access my wild program just dm me the word wild and i'll send you all the information amazing thank you so much love thank, thank you. you so much for your time for sharing your wisdom so appreciate it thank you thank you so much for tuning in today i'm so grateful to have had you join us if you loved today's episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Liz Spears Marketing. I'd love to connect with you all on there. And I'd also love to ask you to show me some love by leaving a rating or a review. I'd really, really appreciate that support. If you'd like to find out more about me and my marketing services for small business owners like you, check out the show notes for all the different ways we can work together or visit my website, lizspearsmarketing.com. Wishing you an amazing day and sending you lots and lots of love.